you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> this is sponsored by Illuminated Paradigm Counseling and Healing Treatment Center. Hey guys, so you know how important mental health is to us and how valuable we think therapy is. For our DMV listeners, check out Illuminated Paradigm Counseling and Healing Treatment Center. It's a treatment center dedicated to assisting individuals with recovering from the mental and physical afflictions developed in response to stressful life events. Kubala Duhart is a leading mental health therapist in Baltimore, Maryland. He has assisted men, women, and children with working through difficult situations experienced throughout their lives as it pertains to mental health disorders, substance abuse, domestic violence, and trauma. Duhart specializes in active listening, deep breathing techniques, progressive muscle relaxation, guided imagery, storytelling, and the use of evidence-based therapeutic modalities. He provides his clients with individual treatment processing and planning to overcome issues that have hindered clients' emotional states and mental health. Visit www.myipch.com for more information. Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your week? It was a busy week, Mm -hmm. a challenging week Mm -hmm. for me personally and professionally, so... um, I'm still here, <laughs> and yeah, I'm still here. Right. I feel like I've been tested, mm. but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. They whispered, conspired, Mm-mm. they told their lies, God favors me, and that's how I feel. <laughs> My week was hard, too. I, th- I feel like, well, for me, anyway, for our company... I think it was hard, a rough week because the week before was 4th of July. And, like, mm-hmm. so many people are off. And, like, it was kind of chill. And so I'm like, I don't think a lot got done that week. So this week was just ridiculous. Like, Thursday, I worked from when I walked in the office till 7 at night. I didn't take lunch. And then I got there at 7.30 on Friday. Like, I was just working so much extra this week and, like, I usually be on group meetings on the day. I didn't even have group me open on Thursday. Like, it was just crazy busy. But then Friday, I went to my first wrestling match, which was really, really fun. I thought it was going to be, like, mad fake in person. But it was actually really fun. Um, went to that on Friday. Saturday, I went to Crab Boss for the first time. Hung out. I was basically hanging out in the DMV all day Saturday. Um, my line sister did my body pain, which, guys... Her art show is September 9th, so if you live in the area, come out so you can see everyone's body art. But where? Um, it's in D.C. Do you um, know the... Yeah, I'll give the details when the flyer is released. The flyer isn't released yet. Um, so, guys, come out and see my body paint. But I got painted and took pictures and stuff last night. Um, and then this morning, we're recording earlier than usual, but um, this morning I just had therapy, and now we recording and talking to y'all. So... What media do you have for us? Sorry. <laughs> um So um Tiana Taylor's album we know like it came out and then mm-hmm. we heard that it wasn't complete but mm-hmm. then a completed version from my knowledge has not come out, no, right? She's gonna really has not come out. Um, and then there was, she did some interviews and there was this kind of just weird, we were trying to figure out what was going on type Mm -hmm. of thing. And she kind of wanted to reach a statement for clarity that she said that, you know, she loves her album, she believes her album. Um, and she just felt like after people waited so long, um, you know, she wanted to give them more than what they got, more than that 23 minutes, more, you know, she felt more frustrated because she wanted to give her fans mm-hmm. the people who were rooting for her mm-hmm. more since right. they had to wait so long and she's still appreciative of Kanye and good music mm-hmm. da 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 um, and I feel like it was very classy but I also feel like I gotta be honest I don't feel like they always doing you right girl I mean I don't I know it's a lot of other 
factors involved mm-hmm. outside of Kanye. I know, mm-hmm. you know, he's just so like, he just gets all of it. And it's like, I don't believe it's all him either. Mm-hmm. I just think to me, she never gets a great deal when it comes to her music. Right. And I don't know how to make it. I don't know what will ever make it better. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it's always just like the last album was like no promotion. And, but the album was really good. And that was good. And then this album, she got you know, more promotion, more buzz, but it kind of didn't miss the mark. Like she said, people were expecting more and she wanted to give them more so it just i just hope that she can figure out her path because she's a great singer and she's a great performer so she certainly can have a way bigger mark in the music industry than what she has currently Mm -hmm. she's like still like underrated but not it's like Mm -hmm. everyone knows her but like i feel like not in the way that she necessarily ultimately wants to be known right. like for her her music her art in that regard right like she's cool with the other stuff but like i just feel like this part of her hasn't been able to like flourish flourish yeah she, i feel the same way her like kelly Rowland. i always felt like she is such a great singer uh, yeah yeah and i felt like her career could never really up, just probably. get yeah. to where i felt like it could go because she has such a great voice right and we all know she can sing, but oh, yeah. it just yeah. it just didn't get that yeah, way. Yeah. That's kind of how true. I saw it. That's true. But yeah, like she even said, like she's not con- really considering like this her second album, and it's just like like you said, she's frustrated. Um, and, Kanye, and she has a right to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and like Kanye is trying to help, but like you said, it's not just Kanye because Pusha T didn't got cussed out by her. Like everybody. Right. There's other parties <laughs> involved. That's out. what I'm saying. There's other parties involved. It's not just him. There's so many other people involved with her album and the right. marketing and the money and the budgets. I mean, right. it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I just feel like I don't know. I feel like she'd be getting screwed sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But I do think with this album, the good thing is that even though the album wasn't up to how she wanted it, I think she did get a lot more industry support that she didn't get in the past. So I think that's like kind of the silver lining in the midst of all of it. But she's recording videos this week, so. Wonder how long her contract is. I have no clue. Because I don't know. Or how many Or how many hours. Because I just be feeling like, look, I I feel like I be wanting to consider other options. (laughs) Because it just is like, this is like. Two for two now. I just feel like, <laughs> what well, are we doing? It's kind of three for three because her first album didn't never get released, and that was when she was like seventeen. Was she still with Good Music? Mm-hmm. That was when Google Me came out. So three. And that whole so album. we're at three for three, now. <laughs> and so I would feel like I would need to re-examine my deal <laughs> because I just feel like I'm not getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was either with Good Music or she was with Pharrell. I thought she was with Pharrell. She, I can't either way, I don't know if nobody knows to do with Tiana, <laughs> but like, it's, it's, I just... Yeah. And like I said, I thought the album was good, but I was expecting more, frankly. I was like, what? Twenty? Well, this is it? Well, I knew it was going to be short, but I think it's just like, it's I'm whole just verses like, missing from songs. Like, um, three-way, it's like a whole 30 seconds where it's like silent because it's a part missing. So it's like... Not even that it's short. It's just like it's literally parts missing. No, it song. needed to be longer, frankly. <laughs> and it just, I just was like, just like she said, people been waiting for so long. Mm-hmm. And to get, frankly, an unfinished product was mm-hmm. like, that's the best y'all could do. <sighs> Shame. And then they didn't even tell her it was unfinished before releasing it. She had to find out with the rest of us. That just seems rude. Yeah. So. But I mean, the same thing kind of happened with Nas. He heard it once it was actually released. But That's Nas, what? it's not as risky for him. Nas can, you know, he's well, a legend already. Well, Nas is Nas, and he right. do whatever he wants. Right. And honestly, he don't necessarily need to do music to somehow get his career going. Uh, no, he has it's money. done. Yeah, for her, she don't have a, yeah, a, like a found, like a strong foundation in the industry. Mm-hmm. We know she can sing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we know she can sing and dance. Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Charlemagne's um, past is coming up to haunt him. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it was 17 years ago. A woman accused him of drugging and raping her when she was like 15. And he was cleared in the case as the um, DNA evidence proved he didn't have sex with the young lady. Um, and the charges were dropped. And he um, pleaded he did plead guilty to giving the girl alcohol and send his probation. And he was very honest about that. Yeah. There's several interviews we gave him speak about it. Right. 
Uh, but now it's come back up, mm-hmm. and in South Carolina, there's no statute of limitations. Right. So I'm curious to see where this goes. Yeah. You know, he got his attorneys, and they put out their statement, and they're moving forward. But mm-hmm. I am curious to see where this goes right, in the even, matter. Even though he's been open about it, like. Some of what he said in his interviews isn't the complete truth. And so I think that's why it's just like, all right, Charlamagne, like, what's going on? Like, don't talk about it unless you're going to be giving us complete honesty. Because it was even talked about it in the book. So, and all of the facts aren't necessarily aligning, even if he didn't do it. It's like, well, just tell the truth. Because if you didn't do it, what's the point of lying? So. Well, um, We'll see how this play out. I know there's a petition to take him off the Breakfast Club or whatever. That's not going to happen, guys. Because if he gets taken off the Breakfast Club, basically the Breakfast Club is over. Because he's a good draw to the show. Well, you need... I feel like... To me, the show survives if Envy's on vacation. (laughs) The show survives if Angelie's on vacation. Right. But, like, it's already kind of weaker when Charlamagne is gone. It's a total dip. they all ask about why he's not there. There's a total dip anytime they do an interview. So, it's kind of like he is needed. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't think they're going to pull him out of it. I personally think this will probably be settled. I I I do, too. Um, I don't know what he did. I just want to know the facts. You know, we don't know the hard truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figure it's about to come out. Yeah. They're going, yeah. you know, going back to court. There's no statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. So, and then all the stuff he can say, they can, she can, her lawyers can pull that. Right. So, right. you just got to be, you know, hey, don't do stuff yeah. in the first place. Right, right, right. And then two, if you are doing, now that sounds shady, but if you're doing, <laughs> I do feel like if you're doing something shady, I'm not talking about like sexual, that's inappropriate period. But I'm just talking about in general of like shady behavior. You don't talk about it. Like Mm -hmm. when you're doing dirt, you don't Just shut your mouth. You don't keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's all I'm saying. I agree. The overlong Because that's how people get caught up. They run their own too much. If you're being like sketchy, you're not really supposed to let people know. But Sean he's a run your mouth kind of person. How (laughs) sketchy you are. Because like no one's supposed to know you're sketchy. Right. So. Moving on, um, the Emmy nominations are in. So it's just a shout out to all my people of color who was nominated. I was very excited for Issa Rae. She got a nomination. Mm. and um, Tracy Ellis Ross, the usual suspects. But there were some new people. Mm. So I just think it's great. And hopefully it continues. I feel like um, you do see people of color more in, in... primetime television and mm-hmm. uh, in the producing world and the writer's world and so I just like to hope it continues yeah um especially because I just feel like this world is going to hell in a handbasket the racism is like at an all-time high mm-hmm. I mean it's just <laughs> a mess so if right. I could get a little black girl joy because <laughs> some people are doing well and doing good things then coolio and speaking of racism Papa John's founder. Mm-hmm. He apologized. John, he apologized for using the N-word during a company conference call. And for the record, this call happened in May. So if this didn't come out in public, we would have never gotten an apology. Right. And and for the record, I know none of us believe it anyway. But the fact of the matter is, this happened months ago. Mm-hmm. And so really, the only reason you apologize is because now it's in the public and like he's resigned and stepped yeah. down. But we already knew you were racist. Right. We already heard your remarks on like the NFL and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, ha. Huh. <laughs> right. Uh, and he tried to cover up like, oh, I, it was a quote. No, like I don't care if it was a quote. You don't Since say it. Yourself. You don't say that. And just the excuses mm-hmm. and just the just the range of like, you know, Permit Patty and Paul Pete, Pool Pete and <laughs> all the people and how they like sob after the fact right. they didn't mean it that way mm-hmm. because stuff got taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut it out. Right. And then that rolls into the NFL. Their uh, players union filed a grievance challenging the league's new policy on the you know having to stand on the national anthem which i think is great i think mm-hmm. they should because i don't feel i don't think i just don't feel like that's ethical like right. that has nothing it's to not. do with yeah. the job at hand right. and you got nfl players 
beating their ladies, raping people, fighting mm-hmm. people, Let's and somehow that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, if you ain't going to put no rule in about that, I don't think it's a big deal if they kneel. Right. They ain't hurting nobody. Right, right, right. right. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And then um, just to update on the Thailand, they were able to yeah. rescue all 12 boys and the mm-hmm. coach. They were in there for like 18 days. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm glad that they were able to get them out because right. there were talks that they had to wait. Yeah, till and, and if you looked into it and saw the map of what they had to do to get yeah. them out, and if you see the video coverage of how tight it was, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is scary to think of how it just seemed like you couldn't even fit. Right. Mm-mm. And that's how much it shifted. Yeah. Ugh. Where they had to like. I would have went crazy. I mean, just looking at that map was like, oh my God, that would have made me so anxious. Yeah, me too. Of yeah. having, they had to do that so many times. They did mm-hmm. them in groups, but right. still individual. Just had to like go in to get the kid and then get the kid mm-hmm. and you back through that type of maze of like peaks, valleys, and tight right. turns. Ugh. So I'm happy they were, they were all out. They're all safe. They're yeah. getting you know, the medical support they need. And no surprise, that will be turned into a movie. Like, I read that, <laughs> that they're That's doing funny. a movie on it, which oh. I'm not really surprised about. <laughs> um, next, congratulations to Cardi B. Yes. And Offset had their baby, Culture with a K. Mm-hmm. Kai, I don't know if it's Kari. Kari? Yeah, I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, Cyphus. Mm-hmm. Born on July 10th. I feel like Offset Cardi Culture, appropriate name for if you look at them too. I and was his not. His real name, his initials are KKC. So that's I wasn't name. surprised. <laughs> I mean, his name, her name, right. government names. Yeah. I feel like this was the route. Yeah, but I don't know. For me, it's like when it's a real word, just spell it right. Like... No, they wanted to see. <laughs> And it's always dare to be different. Yeah. Her name is Bella Calise. Dare to be different. <laughs> I don't know if that's a popular um, Latino name or not, though. I don't necessarily think it is because <laughs> I remember the dad. That's how the daughter name was named, like Hennessy. I don't think their names are like. Mm-hmm. I have to look that up. But I don't <laughs> think hers was either. Mm-hmm. I think it was the dad again for both of them. Anyway, congrats to him. I do wonder what the baby looked like. <laughs> They'll probably, you know, get mad money to release the pictures. Or be smart and just don't do it. Don't do it. People are rude. <laughs> I'm serious. People yeah. are rude. I feel like I see people post pictures of, like, celebrity babies. And people be like, I ain't trying to be rude, though, but that baby just ain't cute. That was rude. <laughs> that was rude. Right. What was the point of writing that comment out? Right. That was rude. And personally, I just feel like it's terrible karma. <laughs> to talk about someone's baby <laughs> and how they're not attractive. Right, yeah. Just don't say nothing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that could just go for just stuff, period. I feel like people just. You don't always gotta say what you think. Right. Sometimes. Or I'll be, or or like say it to one friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm, that baby ain't cute. That stays between y'all two. Mm-hmm. You didn't put it. On social media, you didn't put it out. Like certain things should stay, could probably stay in your mind, mm-hmm. or just be like a little gossip between you and a friend. Like it just doesn't <laughs> need to leave. It doesn't need to leave that space. Yeah, I just think sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, um, my last story is about Beyonce was um, collaborating with um, Balmain. To do her uh, Coachella ensembles we can pay for him, mm-hmm. so they were released and people's like gassing over the prices. Do y'all? I, I, the only reason I want to bring it up to say, do y'all not know how expensive Balmain is? And I believe <laughs> I'm saying it correctly. I don't know. I think it's Balmain. I could be saying it incorrect. I can't afford them, <laughs> and that's why I don't say it right. I don't want y'all. What do y'all think I was gonna get? Target prices? <laughs> Absolutely, that hoodie is eight hundred ninety-five dollars. Right. Absolutely, it is. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? Did mm. y'all think even Beyonce stuff alone is it's pricey. pricey? Right. So I don't want y'all to think she's not she partnered with this you know high fashion designer and it's somehow going to be affordable for the masses. Right. No, it's not. And then for <laughs> those who are using rent checks oh. and all this other stuff <laughs> to get that, yeah. no. Right. right. Spend no. <laughs> 
You might as well spend sixty dollars and just get a Beyonce hoodie. Mm-hmm. Has a similar design. Mm-hmm. Do not spend eight hundred ninety five unless you really can afford it. Right. And y'all know what really can afford it means. That so doesn't mean put on a credit card. That doesn't mean using your rent check. Right. That doesn't mean using um your refund check. Because mm-hmm. people be doing stuff like that. Jesus, yeah. Buying cars off your refund check. <laughs> Using borrowed money to borrow more money and get a be on a, another loan. Mm-hmm. Come, on now. Come on now. Come on now. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I only brought that up to say I don't want to see people with this hoodie on. I don't. That's expensive. It is. It is. We gonna be like, where do you get the money from? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, guys, um, we had a question of the week. Um, our question was, if you could be anywhere in the world in this moment, um, where would you be and what would you be doing? We got a couple people to answer. Um, the Prudes guy said, somewhere tropical, away from the dissertation process, doing nothing. Um, Elman, Elman Lisa said, Bora Bora, relaxing in the shade, thinking, meditating, reading a book, making love. Imperfectly me blog said, Dubai, because it's a beautiful place. So where would you be, Shanae? Hmm. I don't feel like I necessarily need to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think it's more of the activity. I don't want to be doing anything. <laughs> I want to be relaxing. Right. So, like, obviously, you know, I like the beach. I like nature. I like, you know, being by bodies of water. Mm-hmm. So that was always cool. Mm-hmm. But I think for me it's more of, I don't want to be doing anything. So right. even if I was in a home, if I was at home and not doing anything, I would be, I would be good. Right. I just don't want to do anything. Right. I'd probably be on a beach. Just either swimming or laying in the sand. I don't care where, what beach it is. Just like, well, no, I do care. I'm about to say, I think you should care. <laughs> Never mind, I care. They got like bacteria in <laughs> Jersey beaches. I mean, I think you should care a beach. Like, just the beach of clear water, just relaxing, you know, maybe like a glass of wine in my hand and a book, you know. Just, I need to be like that for a good week. Hmm. That would be nice. Six months. <laughs> that would be even better, but. The rest of my life. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to work for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I know people, we all say that, but mm-hmm. like you see how parents somehow work the rest of their lives. Yeah. I'm telling y'all, gotta find a way out. <sighs> no, I'm not even trying to be funny. I know. I cannot work until I'm like 65. Mm-hmm. It's just, it seems exhausting. It mm-hmm. seems like such a big chunk out of your life where you can be doing so many other more meaningful things. That's true. I have to find a way. Yeah. Maybe when I get my name dropped, it'll be by someone wealthy and I could be a housewife. <laughs> because I just feel like I'd rather be doing other things sometimes mm-hmm. than yeah. to spend so much time work, going to work, coming for work, dealing mm-hmm. with work. I just feel like there got to be another way. Mm. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, I understand. This is sponsored by One Love, One Earth. One Love, One Earth is a body care line made from all natural, sustainable sourced raw ingredients, making them good for your body as well as the environment. Every item is handcrafted made with no artificial fragrances, colors, or preservatives. Their body care line is also paraben and sulfate free. Make sure you visit their shop at www.oneloveoneearth.com. Okay, guys, so today we wanted to um, talk about happiness. Um, Psychology Today released an article about um, unhappy and how being unhappy may not necessarily be um, a bad thing. Um, And so it starts, well, it doesn't start off, but the excerpt I wanted to focus on is unhappy is not the same as depressed. Um, The first describes an emotion. The second is the result of dysfunction. Um, and how emotions are processed while being unhappy is a bummer. Depression can be life-threatening. Um, and so then it goes on to talk about how being unhappy can actually be a trigger to, 
tell you that something needs to change. So it could be in a relationship, it could be in a friendship, anything like that. And so um, we kind of connected it to this past week, um, Will Smith, he did an interview with Rap Radar. Um, He was talking about, him and Jada have been married now like 23 years. But at their um, 17 year mark, they were having some troubles and they went to Ruby D kind of for advice. Um, and she was like, oh, y'all only been together 17 years. Y'all don't, y'all barely know each other. Cause I mean, Ruby D, she had been married over 50 years. Um, and so we were just talking about, you know, what unhappiness really means and like how you can use being unhappy to make a change or leave a situation that you're in. Cause you hear about people that have been married 23 years or like 30 something years and then you know they get divorced and you're like well dang how you make it that long and decide that it's not worth being in a relationship anymore but then um Sinead brought up a good point that you could have been unhappy for a while and you were just trying to preserve the relationship and I think sometimes typically long marriages like that involve children Mm -hmm. and um having to like separate so much of your lives, yeah, children, friends, family, mm-hmm. it could just be more difficult. I think sometimes it's easier to stay in it. But when I was saying, when you get older, especially I notice when you, people hit that like midlife crisis mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. where you start to look at life where you potentially have less time in front of you. Yeah, I think that makes people go, okay, I gotta move. <laughs> uh, and that's why sometimes like you hear like the guy buys a Corvette and dumps his <laughs> wife and gets right. with the blonde right. like that's a stereotype because yeah. women do things too but it's just this thought process I think is like looking at their future and realizing okay I potentially have maybe 30 years 20 years left mm-hmm. as to when I was 20 and I had you know what I mean you thought you have so much more time right, right, it right. can make you be like I need to get what I need to get yeah. and that could make you step away from a long marriage mm-hmm. or just a long it make you step away from a job it yep. can make you step away from anything you may have been doing for a long time just because right. it's like wow i don't have that much time left but i feel like even for young people as much on a high level scale i think we all know anything can happen mm-hmm. but when you're younger you feel like you won't be as impacted. Yeah. And we all know we can be, but there's still just this level of, no, I'm so young. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not really. Right. Because anything can happen. I think yeah. there's definitely a balance where you can't be reckless because like, I could die tomorrow. Because like, <laughs> you could also live until you're 100. And right. So you can't yeah. necessarily be doing anything and just slapping old ladies because you could die tomorrow. <laughs> right. But it, there, is, there is a thought. I mean... One of our friends was in an accident that was bad. Yeah, and that could have been that could have been life ending. It could have. Yeah. I mean, personally, it shook me for a moment. Yeah. Just because I haven't spoken to him in a while. There's no beef. We just haven't talked in a while. Right. Right. But it was a moment where it was like, sheesh, if something would have happened, yeah, I hadn't spoken to him in a while, and then mm-hmm. I'm finding out that he was either terribly injured or mm-hmm. died or could have right. possibly passed. So it's just. But All you know what that also made me think of? Because it happened and he was in Maryland. And we didn't even know he was in Maryland. That's another thing. And so it's just like, I think it's a lot of levels to that situation that made me think of like, dang, I could have just lost like a good friend. But it's like, dang, we also been in Maryland and haven't seen each other. <laughs> and so that goes back to the like, life could end tomorrow. And so it's like, are you actually putting the effort into things that you say matter Agreed. or are you just being like young wild and free <laughs> or you just you get in the, the paces of life i think yeah. the routine where it's like i go to work mm-hmm. i go to the gym i got this for us we got a podcast right <laughs> right right and so i think sometimes you can get in the routine of things mm-hmm. and not realize how quickly life will pass because for a minute i mean we're in mid-july and I this feel like year, oh my God, it's I, going by I feel fast. Like I, turned, I feel like we was skiing yesterday for my birthday. Right. And oh that was in God. February. Um, Coachella was a month ago. And I felt <laughs> like that was yesterday. So it's like, right. you get in a routine. Ugh. 
and things just move a little i feel like adulthood moves a lot faster mm-hmm. and because you're just in this routine mm-hmm. and that's why i said like i don't want to work my whole life i don't right. wake up and be 50 and like hey like do you know, yeah. and i know it doesn't work that fast yeah but, but if you could be so focused on things and not really look at the big picture and really mm-hmm. take a minute to say okay you know what i mean but now i understand how like older people be like dang middle school was like yesterday because we even still talk about like middle and high school like it was yesterday and that ish was like coming up on 10 10 years years ago ago. right so and it's just just thinking about that it that was 10 years ago is like it's weird it's very weird yeah the other day i was called ma'am this is a side note (laughs) oh my god and i felt so insulted (laughs) (laughs) ma'am I'm like, I'm your peer. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not their peer. I know. And I understand why they would call me ma'am. Because they're I being know. respectful. I know. But I felt insulted. <laughs> That's like when I look at like singers' ages and they were like born in 99. I'm like, like oh. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're young. Like, or like now we're the same age as like celebrities. I know. And, if, and when you were younger, it's like, oh, they're dolls. And then you look now, it's like. Wait, I'm older than her? Right. Like, her is younger than us. And I was like, we're this older feels weird. We're, oh, we're older uh, than Cardi B. It's and like, that is a whole nother level like, of weirdness. Because she done got married and had kids. Kids and like, <laughs> whoa. Name has not been dropped. No eggs have been cracked. I I still live with my mom. Uh, you know what I mean? Tem- like, for now, temporarily. I know, but, but you start to be like, examining your life like... <laughs> How, what? Right. Everyone but that's why, different. yeah, everyone is different. And that's why it's like, I don't think it's good to determine your happiness based on someone else. Oh, no. Um, but to determine not. your own happiness based on your goals and what your passion is and those kinds of things. Because, like, the article says, unhappiness is a clue. Um, and it invites us to comb through our own lives for potential areas of improvement. So it's like, you have to look at yourself and what your goals are and be like, okay, am I actually doing things to work towards my goals or am I just living life and doing whatever and not actually, you know, moving the needle forward at all. Which I think it's easy to kind of, like you say, just get caught in the routine of what you have to do every day and, like, forget about your personal goals. Like, yeah, you might be doing great on your work goals and, like, all those kinds of things, but, like, are you actually achieving your personal goals? Because, like... But even professionally, I feel like... Cause yeah. Because I, I, I feel like you could like your... I feel like you could start off in a uh, certain industry. Mm-hmm. And things change. There's another yeah. friend. He listens. Hey, <laughs> where he's just starting to think, do I want to be in this industry anymore? Yeah. Like starting to, because he's changed. Right. So I feel like that can happen too. And sometimes, once again, when you're in a routine of this is what I do, this is what I do. I want to stay financially secure. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. those other adulting factors. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes in the adult pressures mm-hmm. can sometimes kind of force you sometimes mm-hmm. to be in a position of of unhappiness a little bit longer. Don't yeah. mean you can't figure it out to get out of it, but right. I feel like sometimes the pressure can make you be like, oh, this is just what I have to deal with. Yeah. When sometimes it's not. Sometimes Sometimes there's parts of life you just got to deal with, but mm-hmm. sometimes there is parts of life where you can actually change and create something different mm-hmm. so that you can be happier, more satisfied, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And like, I think my mentor, she, well, my boss slash mentor, she helps me with that too. Cause like she made some like, I guess personal goals, part of my work goals. So it's like, she's like forcing me to make these things happen so like she wants me to speak at a conference within the next year and I'm like whoa I'm only 26 I'm young she's like no because she was like I waited to do it too long so you need to start now so then when you're my age you traveling around the world talking blah blah and I was like okay touche I get it like she's helping me to be better than her because she tells me all the time she's like you're smarter than me I just have more experience and so I think it is helpful to have like people around you that are, know your goals and are not pushing you, but checking you to make sure that you're working towards achieving well, your you goals. Well, you have a jewel because I feel like sometimes older people get threatened by young people. But what you just said was, say that again. <laughs> that I'm smarter. She said that I'm smarter than her and more knowledgeable about our industry, but she just has more years. And I say, I told her to say that again because mm-hmm. I don't, and I, I get on my soapbox about generational mm-hmm conflict in the workplace mm-hmm. that is very factual and that's for a lot of people who are listening to this right now <laughs> is the case for you i'm not even kidding and it's not being like we're just so much smarter but 
for some of us, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll get people like your boss mm-hmm. who can acknowledge that and want to do some good with it. Right. And sometimes unhappy people will see that mm-hmm. and try to hold you down. And because she says all the time, she's like, because whenever you leave this place, she was like, you're going to get a job and you're going to hire me. And that, like, she's very, like, matter of fact about it because she realizes, like, as the industry changes, older people are knowledgeable about how things used to be and we're more knowledgeable about how things are now. So she, like, completely realizes that I could go start a very successful company and hire her one day. Like, she realizes that and is honest about it. And she's like, I'm helping you get there so that I can have a job, basically. I think that's a great way to be. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that, like, Keep in mind of that, because sometimes you'll be in a situation where people make you feel like you're yeah. off, and it's like, no, you're not. Right. Because I can tell you right now, I'm way smarter than a lot of people I deal with <laughs> older than me. Right. And that's not me being like, oh, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Where we are in our times and my current knowledge that fits the times mm-hmm. would make me smarter. And I think sometimes, you you know, especially it's very hard for us to get jobs because they're looking at the numbers game. Yep, the years of experience. The experience level. And I think we all can acknowledge that that's not always the case. Somebody right. with 20 years experience could be, could be 20 years experience of experience in the 80s and they haven't got to where we are now. So mm-hmm. technically, that experience is like not even valid. Right. Because it can't really help people move forward. Right. Where else is younger... And a lot of times, millennials, they say, you know, we're future thinking. We're moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's another tangent. (laughs) Yeah, but it still speaks to... But I just feel like it's important for you to know your work in your workplace. Because that gears towards happiness in your workplace. And know when people playing games. Because I feel (laughs) like... All jokes aside, I think people who are insecure... Um, will do their best mm-hmm. to make you feel like they feel, mm-hmm. and they will project mm-hmm. and they will twist and just you know distort things that will make you feel some type of way. Right. When it's like it's not even you. Right. So I just feel like be strong, brothers and sisters. <laughs> and I'm not, and that's at work. That's in relationships. Yeah. Unhappy people mm-hmm. who either a don't know they're unhappy or two know they're unhappy and don't want to do nothing about it will drag you down to the pits with them. <laughs> Because hurt people hurt people. That's true. Okay? That's like true. I said, I had a challenging week. I feel like it's coming out in this episode. All of my leftover feelings of this week, it's coming out. Okay? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. What are we talking about? Unhappiness. Right. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm just ranting now. I don't know what we're talking about. What were you saying? I done lost my thought. But I really think it's like important to not think of unhappiness as an extended period of time to think of like, what am I unhappy with right now? Because like, for example, some days, you know, like people get off work and they just be chilling or they go out. I'm like, dang, I wish I could do that. But it's like, am I unhappy because I can't do that? No, I'm happy because I'm pushing myself towards a different goal and it's what I want to do. So it's like they could be happy getting off at three and, you know, going out to drink every night or going home and watching TV. And that's fine. But I could also be happy. And in my happiness, I'm still able. I'm still. Yeah, it's still okay for me to be exhausted or get tired or um, to not want to work some days, but still be happy with the, the way that I'm the direction that I'm going. So it's like you can have. It's all about duality. You can have be happy and still be like, today I just don't feel like working after work. That's fine. Like Those things can exist at the same time. So I think it's like we just had to change our mindset on how we define unhappiness and what we use it to tell ourselves. So it's like, what are we unhappy with? And what can we do to change it? And like, can that change be made right now? I also think therapy. Yes. That ha- helps too. Because the, the article you referenced talks about the difference between unhappiness and depression. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not sure where right. you fall on the, on the line, right. That's talking true. to a professional mm-hmm. can help you. They can help clear it out and flush it out mm-hmm. to be, are you to say, are you depressed? Depending on the type of counselor, they can diagnose you with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or they can just help you. Ultimately, they can just help you figure out where you are and where you need to go. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're questioning where you don't feel like, or if you feel your period of unhappiness is going too long, yeah. if you feel like 
this is too long. If you feel like you can't get a grasp on it. And it's affecting other things. And then, I mean, my ultimate suggestion is therapy. Personally, I feel like you should go to therapy when you're happy, mm-hmm. when you're sad, when you're irritable, when you're annoyed. You mm-hmm. should just always go anyway. Yeah. But definitely if you feel like you can't get a grasp of what's ever troubling you. Yeah. Um, okay. There are many people out there yeah that take all types of insurance (laughs) that's girl i was just telling this is a tangent but i was just telling that to somebody this week because they were saying that um that's why they hadn't gone to see a therapist because it's expensive i said well just based on our jobs i know your insurance is better than mine and my insurance covers most of (laughs) so and they was like and they was like oh well you told me i'm like i mean i'm just keeping it real because the excuse you're making ain't even valid i'm like did you actually check to see if it's expensive for you or did you just make an assumption that therapy is expensive and they was like Touche. Dave was like, because we got insurance for pets. I said, nigga, if you don't get out of my face and go get some therapy, because if y'all got insurance for pets through y'all medical coverage and your job, then I'm dang well sure that they can cover uh, therapists for you. Because uh, ain't no reason your pet should be covered and you right. ain't. Right. And sometimes <clears throat> you may have to pay a copay. Yeah. You're right. But you pay a copay for other doctors. Yeah. To be yeah. on the visit. So. Yeah. You know, it's important. Mm-hmm. And mental health and emotional health. Um, is the ultimate to me. I feel like you can't function without it. Right. I feel like you live a much happier life when you feel more balanced on the inside. And mm-hmm. I know for me, that's what therapy has done for me. It's yeah. made me feel more balanced. Yeah. And I can deal with life's troubles in the face. Yeah. Because that's what I feel like. You know, like you be steady and then something just is like, boom, you just got smacked. <laughs> That's life for you. And it's going to keep happening. Yeah. Some smacks will be harder than others. And here's just a one more tangent. <laughs> Go ahead. You're going to be smacked for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that in a depressing way. Mm-hmm. Life is always changing. Oh, yeah. It's always constant. Yeah. And if it's not one thing, it's another. And I don't say that to be like, oh, we're going to be miserable. I say it to say is. It's Everything's always going to be something. Yeah. And so and, and so it's not it's not me saying buck up and don't feel. Absolutely no no no. You have every right to, you know, be upset when you are disappointed and mm-hmm. when it's, you know, you're sad or whatever. But realize it'll never stop. Right. And I think sometimes this whole idea of I'm getting my life together, you'll never have your life it's together. It's always a process of okay? progression. You'll never have your life together. When your life is together is when the world is calling you home. Right. right. And I'm not even trying to be more right. of it, but I mean, but because it's always something, you know, right now we're dealing, I think I've said this before, we're dealing with 20 something things, mm-hmm. we're in our 30s, it's 30 something, mm-hmm. 40s, 50s, etc. It's yeah. always something. Yeah. And so I feel like, tying it back to the topic of this unhappiness versus depression, like, that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I will ping again therapy, mm-hmm. but also just ping that like, you'll never feel all the way settled, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even in your best, happy, like... Like, like for example, Will Smith and like we look at their Instagram, that show, and it's like, oh, they live a life. They still got problems too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. Just I know we all love Will Smith's Instagram. I know. I, I know. Do. I but love. He got it. problems too. Yeah. Oh yeah. His children have issues. They they've talked about. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't stop. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. Like you get more money. Mm-hmm. You get different problems. Mm-hmm. It may not be a financial thing, and sometimes. It's still a financial problem. Right. And, like, some of your problems might be small. Like, for example, um, Jaden, th- their kids were homeschooled. So, Jaden, a girl, like, that lives nearby, asked him to prom. And for all of his birthdays or highlight moments, he wears, I think it's, like, a bat suit to all of the, like, he wore one to Kanye's wedding. Like, he always does that. So, he's going to wear one to the prom. And the girl was, like... Um, can you not wear that? And so, like, the girl called his parents and was like, can you tell him not to wear that? Will Smith was like, we're not going to tell him not to wear that. We'll tell him what you would like for him to wear, but that's his choice, like, at the end of the day. And so he put on a tie with it. (laughs) But he was just, like, even navigating that with his goals for his children and what other people are going to try to tell him what to do with his life and his outfits. And, like, you know, their kids have always been very free-spirited, but that doesn't stop the outward influences from trying to impact them. So it's like, even though they're adults, it's like you still try to be that translator. Like, look, 
they're gonna say these things if you wear this but if you want to wear it you know i support you at the end of the day so it's like yeah that might have been a small problem but they still have different problems and they still have to figure out how to navigate different feelings and different um outside impacts on their lives so I just feel like then don't take in the prom. <laughs> well, that's what she was saying that she just might. Well, no, that's what Will Smith told her to do. Will don't Smith was like, prom. "It's okay if you want to uninvite him," <laughs> and, but like they was because they're the other family's not famous. They was trying to be like gentle about it. He was like, "I don't care. Like you can I mean, uninvite our son." <laughs> the thing is, it's her prom, right? And so she asked him. This is another tangent, but if she asked him, and he's like, "I don't want to wear what you want me to wear," then mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Well." You ain't gonna be. You're not gonna be my prom date, <laughs> right? I feel like even for my, prom, even for my prom, I told him which color blue. Mm-hmm. I got him a swatch. Right. I said, take this to <laughs> the play. Actually, I gave it to his mother. <laughs> she made sure it was straight. Right. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And if he was like, nah, because I had a a blue dress, mm-hmm. he's like, nah, I'm wearing orange. No, you're not coming <laughs> to my prom as my date and wearing something that don't match for me. Right. So I'd have been like. Well, forget it, Batman. <laughs> and that's what was like. They was like, you can uninvite our son if you want to. And like, Jayden was like, but she doesn't understand. She's going to be trending and blah. I'm like, don't I care about that. And I don't match my dress. That don't match my dress. I don't care about being trending. I don't feel like her. Never mind. Because if that's how you want to rock, cool, brother. But that's not what I want. At right. my prom. Right. And the, that Shucks. that would not have made her happy. Hmm. So even with that being small, something smaller than minor, it's like still communicating like, look, you coming to my prom and you wearing that doesn't satisfy my desires. It's my prom. If, if they went to the same school. <laughs> they did, he was homeschooled. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have more of an argument because it's uh-huh. her prom too. Right, right, it's right. It's not your prom. <laughs> you would be sitting at home. It's not your prom. <laughs> I wish my prom date would have did that. <laughs> date i would want my solo tip <laughs> frankly i only just i didn't really i mean I really we looked, use them for pictures we use them for pictures i wasn't even with my date i mean i danced with my date for a good I, amount of time my prom i don't even know where my date was half the night because so mad people from their honest. school was people's dates at our school so they like was just off having their own fun i think several times people was like where's your day i was like i don't know <laughs> Because my thought was, we came in, we took the pictures. And they right. went and took pictures on the field without us. That was the one thing I wanted to do at prom, was take pictures on the field. And I, I did. I did. Oh. <laughs> That's why I was like, everybody went down there. I don't know how. It's like, y'all went, and I must have been with my date, and then him and your date went. And I'm like, how? I don't know how I got lost Not in the shuffle. The but I never got down to the field went to take to the a field. picture. We were at the Ravens Stadium yeah. for our prom. I went to the field. We took our little prom pictures. And then, honestly, it was like, what up? I mean, I didn't. I don't feel like I saw him till the night. We were going to the after prom. <laughs> and then we got to the after prom. I don't even remember him at all at after prom. He was there. I don't remember. And he rolled with us. He was there. That's so sad. I don't know. And the after prom, we went to... They ran out of movie theater. In hindsight, I've told people, several people in my prom, mm-hmm. and they think I go to like the richest school. <laughs> yeah. so I do wonder sometimes where were people's proms and mm-hmm. did they have after proms? Because apparently, Oz, Oz was, was just. Lit. Whoa. It was you lit. The, it was a very nice prom and after prom. Because then, even after after prom, our, both of our dates, they had a lacrosse game. So they went. And then it was their prom that night. But me and you, we went out to double T. Like, we were still we were out, out in the boat. The entire night. It's another tangent. But <laughs> right. our prom was really nice. But I didn't realize how nice it was to I start know. hearing people. But I guess us being at the stadium and they rented out a whole movie theater. I know. I realized they were actually playing movies at this cash machine. Mm -hmm. We actually did have a lot of nice stuff at the end. I saw um, um, fellow students sniffing cocaine in the bathroom. (laughs) That was really fun. Um, Happy graduation. I thought, I was like, what the? And I just backed. I was like, boo. Not my bad. Not interested. And literally just was like, mm, I don't know what they was doing. And I was. like teachers found out, but at that point it was just like you graduate next week. I think, um, I think it was Mr. Why well, gonna say his name? Yeah, I was, like, I was trying not to use name. I think I think he said something like, "Can y'all just put this away, please?" Because <laughs> it was like 
you graduate in a week, so it's just like I don't feel like going through this I think, with y'all. Because when was a friend of mine that mm-hmm. I used to be friends with high school, I mm-hmm. think it was something like, "Can y'all just not?" Like, I think he was like, exa- "He was like, can you just please put this away? Just don't bring it back out. Let's just like, like just just not go there." I think that's like you have one week, just just do this because like probably going through the paperwork and the process of and that's illegal. You're minor, like right. they would have a whole investigation. Right? There's literally parents outside. How did anyone not know this? So I just think he was just like, like, "Please don't." Can we not? I remember that. He was like, "I." Will forget this happened but just stop it please it was fun it was fun fun. Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize how expensive it was until i was thinking about having an event at the stadium i was looking at the prices and like yeah our prom tickets weren't that expensive though they were maybe like 50 dollars and our after prom tickets was like 20 bucks yeah so I don't know. The PTA must have raised mad money. But we just have a a nice budget for proms or something because Mm -hmm. because like the stadium requires you to use their catering and that's not cheap and yeah it was a lot so but yeah it was a good experience. Shout out to our school. I know it was lit. (laughs) Western Tech, the best school in Baltimore, in Maryland. Oh, in Maryland. But I think that's all we have for our topic today. Guys, remember to RSVP for our live show. And honestly, I'm going to call a couple particular people. Because they told me they come in, but they like, still ain't RSVP. RSVP. So like, <coughs> you about to say names. I am. <laughs> so like, Jasmine, love you. You, at one point, I thought said was coming. Oh. You going to RSVP or not? <laughs> people well no one of my friends this week she told me she was coming and that she was gonna rsvp and then we posted something and she commented like when and where and i wanted to be oh that was yeah i wanted to be like girl i done told you but then she did rsvp like we're gonna have friends there and our friends are that's why i'm like come on y'all don't y'all literally know us for real real." (laughs) we try to make sure y'all get fed and got drinks because what I'm not going to have is y'all complaining like, oh, I'm with your damn band and they ran out of food. And the thing is, like, if we ran out, it's because we were told that this amount of people, people were coming and a whole bunch of extra people came on top of that. And yes, if you bring in somebody, put a you plus have to one. RCP. Like, we're trying to have a classy event. <laughs> we're trying to make sure everyone get a bite. Make sure the drinks are flowing. And for us to do that properly is why we're asking for RSVPs. Because if the gift bags run out and you don't get one, you're, mad. you're bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's be clear. The event is free. We're not even charging y'all. Right. And that's okay. why some people have, I think, because one person was like, is it free or can I just show up? I was like, it's not free, but you still need to RSVP. Like, that's, I need you to still. You still need to RSVP, like. <laughs> I mean, it is free, but I need you to RSVP. Are we charging y'all a dollar? Something stupid. <laughs> Something real childish. Just so y'all can RSVP. <laughs> we want to make sure things are nice. Mm-hmm. We have some great sponsors. We got some other things in the mix. Yes. In the works right now. Yes. We're yes. really trying to pump it up for year two, going into year three. Mm-hmm. We, we in the kitchen right now. <laughs> You know, for real though, we actually no, are both like we, we got some irons in the fire right now <laughs> to try to get you guys some some new content mm-hmm. for shows. We trying to partner with people. We're mm-hmm. really trying to really expand in our end of year two, our celebration of year two, going into year three. Right. So least I could do is RSVP. RSVP. So every week I'm gonna just say a name. So this week I just said. <laughs> So that means all the rest of y'all, if y'all don't want to get called out, you need to do it. RSVP. And a couple of my friends did, did RSVP, and I was like, thank you. Like, I texted them, thank you. Thank you. Like, right. I need you to do that. Mm-mm-mm. All right? <laughs> Thanks. So, guys, as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.